0: Hey everyone, welcome to Library Overload. This is Tavia. This is Susie. Don't forget to go check out our blog where we keep all of the books that we talk about and other cool stuff, and that is libraryoverload.home.blog. And also check us out on Instagram where we like to play with filters and do fun things, <laughs> and that is just Library Overload there. Guys, I don't know if you follow us or not on Instagram, but if you do, whenever I do stories, I have had the most fun picking out music to go on them and doing stupid filters. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm having a blast. (laughs) That's really funny because I don't know how to do that. I had like yesterday when you were talking about putting music on, I Googled how to do it. Well, I mean, that's how I learned how to do it too. But now that I know Well, now that I know how to do it, like, I need to have, I have to be like, Susie, not every video has to have music. <laughs> it's okay. I thought the ones that you did for for the stories for our, our book outing were pretty spectacular. Thank you. I found an Adam Sandler song about books. And I was like, well, why wouldn't I? Right. Or why would I not have this on here? We Hilarious. had the best time at our book outing. So, um, just in case y'all missed it, we our local used bookstore did like a surprise grab bag uh, kind of thing yeah thank you I was like what do I even call it grab bag where you could get YA romance contemporary classics like they had a bunch of different options and so Tavia and Tavia myself and Caitlin all of us we went and Uh, planned on meeting there and picking up our stuff at the same time. And then we were going to see what all we got and swap books. If we had like repeats or anything like that, it was so, so neat. I ended up, I got three (laughs) grab bags because I am incapable of saying no. Yes. And I only ended up, so I got in total, I got 30 books and I only ended up with two that I've actually read and none that I own. And That's I thought that exciting. was awesome. Yeah, I only ended up with one repeat. I only got the one bag because I'm a little less crazy, but times are hard. Times are right. hard. <laughs> <laughs> but still books. So yeah. I only got the one bag and it was YA. And I was really concerned about getting repeats because I read a lot of YA. But I only got one that I have that I own already. I haven't read it, but I do own it. Yeah, it was uh it was a great day. So we literally got on the ground in the parking lot six, six feet apart, feet apart, apart. We, in a we, little we triangle abided. yes in a little triangle and laid out all of our books and was like okay I've already read this does anybody want this I and got we a couple tossed of them to each other yes no it joke. was hilarious and like I had got a couple I got uh, a YA a cookbook and a celebrity memoir biography mm-hmm. and a couple of my uh, memoir biographies were uh historical like I got one That was George Washington letters and essays from his diaries and stuff. And I was like, Tavia, do you just want it? And she was like, yes! (laughs) I made very happy noises. (laughs) It was so funny. But yeah, we had a really great time. Like Even if it was just a few minutes, it was (laughs) worth it. It really was, and we had to do it quick because it was getting ready to start raining. So we actually were not there that long. No, and we did social distance. We were legitimately throwing these books. <laughs> it was very humorous, but it was much needed, and I'm very excited about all the stuff that we got. Yeah, cool, I cool went. Cool thing through... for for the bookstore to do. Yeah. Um... And I know that there are a couple of indie bookstores that I follow that aren't in our town because unfortunately our indie bookstore closed in town. Mm-hmm. But Star has been on the podcast so far, but she's, she's going into a nonprofit direction. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, there's an indie bookstore that I follow that is doing cute little grab bags, and they'll mail them to you. So the bookshelf in Thomasville, Georgia, is doing something really cute right now. You can order any book that they have in the store, and they'll ship it to you. But they'll also do, like, fun little grab bags. So check out what your local indies are doing. I'm sure they're doing all sorts of fun stuff to Mm -hmm. keep themselves afloat, but also to keep people reading during a stressful time. And uh, our local bookstore, they also had um packs that had like kids um mm-hmm. puzzles and dvds and games and coloring books and all kinds of stuff like family yeah. oriented bags as well yeah and then they even did a grab bag because this local bookstore this used bookstore they do literally anything you can read and so that includes comic books manga literally anything you can read but then they also do uh uh, record albums. They do CDs. They've still got VHS, like, cassette tapes. Like, they've got everything there. So they had a little bit. And I almost got Chris. There was a a set. You could get 50 comic books for, like, 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I almost got Chris some, but he just wasn't into it at all, which was fine. More books for me. Um, <laughs> right. But, yeah, they had some really cool stuff. And they said that um, every week they're going to switch things up. So I'm going to keep an eye on it and kind of see what all they change. Because I would love like a fantasy Mm sci-fi thing. That'd be super cool. Yeah, that would be super cool. Today, we are catching up on what we've been reading lately. And I have got my groove back. Did Stella get her groove back? Susie got her groove back. (laughs) I am ecstatic. I finally... I guess I took my own advice from last week and or not the last week, but two weeks ago, I took my own advice and read some steamy stuff. And then I read I read a like celebrity memoir tell all and it got me right back in on Friday night. I stayed up until three in the morning reading a book just because I wanted to. And it was awesome. So excited. I haven't done that in a long time because, you know, being an adult is hard, but. It is hard. It's dumb. I hate it. Yeah. It's a trap. (laughs) It's a trap. (laughs) Okay. Before I show any more of my nerd. All right. So first book I'm going to talk about is a romance. And this is a collection of short stories. Uh, It's called The Arrangement. And it has a short story by Sylvia Day, Minerva Spencer, And Kristen Vaden. So the only one of those three that I've read is Sylvia Day. but So this was a trio of historical romances. Um, And it was just, it was so fun to just go into a book knowing that there's going to be a happily ever after. They're going to hate each other at first, but then they're going to fall in love. And there's going to be a huge proclamation of love. And then the epilogue is going to be her happy with a little baby bump and him happy because he's he's got his family name to pass on and so it's just you know every single historical romance Mm -hmm. is the same but it was just so nice to go into it knowing that it was going to make me happy it was going to be sweet and it was going to make me smile and it was going to take my mind off of things it was super cute that is awesome yeah the first one was a uh, it's a marquee's and a woman that had a legit illegitimate child. They <gasps> the were scandal. I know. So they knew each other as like children, teenagers, and kind of grew apart. She um, was affianced to someone, and <laughs> that's a fancy word. Thank you. And so they they did not wait for their wedding night. But then the scandal. She ends up pregnant, and he dies. So, she is stuck with this Ill- illegitimate child. So, she is... I'm clutching just, my pearls. I know. And so, uh, they finally meet up after years and figure out that they still kind of have feelings for each other. But he's a marquee and he he can't lower himself and marry this woman, this scandalous woman. And so, it's all kind of figuring out how to do it. And it's it was, it was fun. Like, the and then drama. the second... I know, it was, it was, oh, it was stressful, for sure. Um, And then the second one by Minerva Spencer is, um, which one was this? Okay, so this, uh, this man whose brother was the Duke of the family, his brother dies, and so he has to become the Duke, but he finds out that his brother is virtually gambled the family money away and so he has to marry a rich woman to get her dowry to save the family everything and so it's a gambling must have been a lot bigger thing back then than it is now because every romance book I read someone has gambled away the family fortune I know well there was nothing to do back then (laughs) nothing (laughs) But uh, so they have to have a an arranged marriage, which is probably where they got the title, the arrangement. <laughs> and then uh, so they have to have an arranged marriage, but they end up falling in love. Oh my! I was shocked that it went in that direction. Let That's me tell funny. you. <laughs> but no, it was just it was just short, sweet stories like that. But it was just you know it just makes you smile even though you know how it's going to go like yeah. it's still still reading and it still kind of takes you out of a mindset of stress or worry or anything That's like good. that And I liked it I'm glad that you enjoyed it it sounds fun it was fun like I think you would like it too I got it, it uh, sounds it like was, it yeah it was an ebook on the library so you should check it out nice. it was easy quick yeah it was nice nice I will definitely check that out because those will sound like right up my alley. Yes, absolutely. Very exciting. Well, I tried to lose myself in a bit of fantasy, sci-fi kind of world. And it didn't quite pan out the way yours did. So the first book I'm going to talk about is called The Body Finder. And that's by Kimberly Dirting. And this is the first book in a four book series. It sounds like like a crime novel. <laughs> It's a little bit, but it was... Okay, so it wasn't terrible, okay? I think the problem is me. It's me, not you, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, whenever someone opens up a book discussion with, it's not terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It was okay. I gave it three stars. Does that help anybody? I gave it three stars, okay? So the premise is that Violet can sense... Those people or animals that have been murdered. And she also can sense the killer. Because they have the same imprint on them. So she stumbles across a body when she's eight years old. And her family finds out she has this gift. And then it flashes forward to high school. And I have decided that for me. High school angst. I'm just too old for it right now. Mm -hmm. I I just am not... It's not my cup of tea anymore. Maybe (laughs) I'm just too old. It just doesn't excite me anymore. So, like, most of the book is about the fact that a serial killer has come into the town and is abducting young women and dumping their bodies, and Violet can find them. And then it's about her helping the police without everybody else knowing, like, this girl has this crazy ability, but Mm -hmm. her family knows. And Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. And there's a couple of chapters here and there that are from the killer's perspective. And that's really interesting. Oh, I do like that. Yeah, those are a bit dark. However, there is a lot of the angst. Mm -hmm. Because in the middle of all of this, you throw in the fact that she's falling in love with her best guy friend that she's had since first grade. And it's like, I love him. Does he love me? And it's, like, "Mm." I could use a lot less of that and a lot more of the sci-fi, like, paranormal stuff. Mm. You know, that happens a lot, actually, in YA. It's always uh, my brother's best friend or my best Mm -hmm. friend. Like, that happens a lot. Yeah, I don't want to ruin our friendship. But, you know, I'm in love with him. And then he turns out to be in love with her, too. And, like, you can see from a mile away they're going to end up together. But... The big thing was about who you're taking to the homecoming dance. And it's like, guys, we have a murderer on the loose. Right. Could you please solve the crime, please and thanks? Right. Can like we cancel dying. Can we cancel the dance? Because it's a prime target for a serial killer who's abducting women. I mean (laughs) But that was that part of it I didn't love. And there's also a part of it that I I was actually talking with Daniel this morning about it. I'm very conflicted on. So most of the book violet talks about how she is not strong enough to do things on her own that she needs either her boyfriend or her dad or her uncle there to help her figure this out to help her track down the killer and i'm like "Mm, is that the message we want to send that's not the normal message of ya either but then, on the other hand, it's like, I don't want to encourage 16-year-olds to go chasing serial killers by themselves. So, I I understand saying, have your person with you, but it's, like, such a fine line to have to walk. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't love it, though. I think that was one of the, the things that's, that tripped me up, is that it wasn't this, like, badass heroine. It was like, you know, mm. she was a bit... Well, she was given the gift, Tavia. Yes. Well, And it briefly mentions in a little tiny blip that it's an inherited trait from her family. Well, I want to know more about Grandma that had it. Yeah, that sounds cool. I I could tell that this was this author's first book. Mm. Perhaps if I read the rest of the series, it might get better. But I just really don't think I want to, you know? I mean, it had so much promise about this girl with this, like, paranormal ability but there was just too much of the high school angstiness in it for me and I am just too old for that these days. No, I totally, I totally get that. I will only read YA if it's like a chosen one or a fantasy YA or something like that. That's I don't I don't want to read about them going to their lockers and Mm -hmm. talking about boys. Like I probably the only kind of high school y book that I've read in years that I loved was uh, Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda, mm-hmm. and that, that one was yeah. majestic. But anything <laughs> else, I'm like, eh, yeah. There not was also a little, a little slut shaming in this one, and there was oh, some gross. Real, there was some real cattiness. So, like, if you take out all of the high school parts, and I get that that's what girls are like in high school, okay? Because I right. remember being one. But if you take all, all of that, it's a really cool book, and it yeah. gets really good towards the end of it. I just, I just didn't love the high school stuff. Like like you said, the YA that I mostly enjoy is the fantasy that is in a whole other world that, like, she's the queen. She's going yeah. you know, to revenge her kingdom and stuff like that. And it's not yeah. real life. I just... Mm-hmm. Also, which, I don't know, you went into a weird school, so you will never know. But <laughs> at my school... Thanks you're welcome the homecoming dance was just like a random thing they made it out in this book like it was the prom but it wasn't it was just like a I random think thing i think that's just a fictional thing like in uh i remember one tree hill homecoming being like the hugest deal and i yeah. was like homecoming, it was dumb. just like this- Little dance where everyone went and chit chatted for a little while. And it was after the football game. And like, not many people went, but you definitely didn't dress up for it because it was on a Friday night and it was cold. It was not like the whole buy a corsage, get a fancy dress kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe it is in other places, but that was not my experience. So I thought that was weird too. My homecoming at my weird school was we didn't have a football team. And so our homecoming was during basketball and it was. Um, our, it was always on a Friday night and so the girls varsity team would play then homecoming court would happen and then the boys varsity team would play but yeah we got dressed up and um, like the whole school would vote on it or whatever mm-hmm. um, I mean we did that part of it we just didn't do the dress up part like we had prom in the spring that yeah. was the only dress up I mean who can afford that many dresses <laughs> I, I mean but I was you were only on homecoming court once like only senior girls were voted on homecoming court so it was only just the one time I did not win I guess I'm it, I remember the girls that were on that were up for homecoming queen they dressed up yeah but nobody else dressed up correct like the people going to the dance just going to the dance they dressed up in this book but they, they don't in real life interesting yeah Hmm. Yeah, but like I said there were parts of it that were good and again I think it's just I have outgrown my enjoyment of that material so I don't which I think it's anything you know terrible about the author yeah and I think that's perfectly fine for an, a woman in her 30s to not be super interested in the Holmes coming you had to throw that out there like you didn't you yeah <laughs> yes yes I did I just really can't see myself finishing the series with there's so many other things to read it was just okay yeah so why would I commit to that you know hmm. that makes sense but you gave it a shot yes and it had been on my own shelf and my to read shelf for a long time so I got to check that off there you go and if you read it and since you didn't love love it and you're not gonna be interested in finishing it out that's one book that you can take off of your shelf donate or sell or whatever and that's more room on your bookshelf true I wonder had I read it when I first put it on my bookshelf if I would have enjoyed it more Mm. how long have you had it on your bookshelf I mean it's been several years wow I have a problem dude I mean you're preaching (laughs) to the I know and we got a whole bunch of new books just yesterday but I I haven't even cataloged them into my uh you know I keep digital record of like Mm. stuff that I owned and haven't read and stuff like that and I just got under 200 books owned and not read and I have 30 more to add and I don't wanna (laughs) (laughs) I need to to double check where I am I forget Um... yeah I forgot to update it and so I went and updated it Before I went and picked up 30 books. Mm -hmm. I'm trying real hard this year to read a lot of books that, you know, off of that list. Mm. So I think I've read seven or eight this year for my own list. Very proud. I'll have to see how many I've read this year. I'm probably about the same, seven or eight, maybe six. But yeah. Okay. My next book is another romance. This is called Meet Cute. By Helena Hunting. It's adorable. Super tropey. Y'all know I love tropes. So on the first day of law school. Kaylin. Literally. Runs into. And falls over. And they're on top of each other. Her dream guy. On her most favorite TV show. From when she was a teenager. And his name is. Daxton Hughes. So they spend all of well, law. that school. is a lawyer's name. I know, right? Um, well, so he's going. He's kind of quit acting. He decided he, you know, he wants to be a lawyer. So the whole time during law school, they are kind of uh, frenemies. Like they compete and they kind of butt heads and stuff like that. But this whole time, she has a huge crush on him. Well, something at the end of law school makes her hate him. Something happens, and so fast forward five years. Uh, She's a lawyer, and one day, Daxton and his parents come in to set up a trust fund for his little sister. And Daxton doesn't even remember her. So, some things happen, and all of a sudden, Daxton and Kaylin are having to work together on a lot of things. And just the butterflies and the hearts (laughs) and all the stuff. But, yeah, it was just, it. when I read that it was a woman meets her kind of teenage heartthrob, total crush, like, it it reminds me of some of the guys in Seventeen magazine. Like, I would tear (laughs) it out and put it on my wall. It just reminds me of that, like, her obsession with his show and stuff like that. You're too young to remember the Tiger Beat magazines, aren't you? No, I remember Tiger Beat, but I never got them. It, I was more 17, but I do remember them. That's funny. Or wasn't there like a J, J13 or JB13 or something like that, too, I I that I kind of remember that. I it just was, remember it Tiger Beat. I do remember Tiger B, but I, yeah, I never got it. I don't know why. And Devin Sawa and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, JTT. <laughs> yes. Loved me some JTT. But yeah, anyways, it was just, it was so funny, like, and so he, she's obsessed with this show that he made when he was a teenager, when they were both teenagers, and so like sometimes she would show up at his house in a t-shirt from his show, or like her That's coffee mug, me. the first time she sees him since law school, of course, is the coffee mug, like with his face on it, <laughs> and she's like, oh, hi that's Let hilarious Let me put this away and so it's just it was super funny like super cute again you know what's gonna happen you see mm-hmm. it from a mile away but mm-hmm. it, it was still cute i liked it nice cutesy cutesy sometimes yep. that's what you need i know apparently that's all i needed to get into reading so nice i'm, I'm good i'm very with exciting it. i am glad that you are cured me too it's been so long yes you've been struggling Mm -hmm. like literally I probably haven't read three books in a week since probably November wow yeah so I am very glad to be back to my normal self that's cray I know I love how you say that so that's cray (laughs) I, I don't know how else you want me to say oh my goodness Susie that's crazy thank you that's all I wanted okay dramatics Yes. Okay, the next book I'm going to talk about Well, the last book I'm going to talk about I loved so much And had been really wanting to read for a long time And I'm very, very pleased That I got to read it And that is Talking as fast as I can From Gilmore Ah. Girls to Gilmore Girls And everything in between By Lauren Graham Very nice, I saw that you were reading this I'm very intrigued Yes, it was so good it was so good. It was not, you know, it's not her first book. She wrote a fiction book that is loosely based on her life called Someday, Someday, Maybe. I didn't and know that. After she wrote this book, she also wrote a book called In Conclusion, Don't Worry About It, which is kind of like a, um, like a graduation speech type thing, like to hmm. graduating seniors about yeah. life. And so I thought that one was kind of cool too, but... This one made me want to watch Gilmore Girls so bad. (laughs) Like, I even went back and watched some of the things that she talked about. How cool. Uh, But basically, it's a little bit about her life, but mostly it's about she goes back and she breaks down briefly all of the seasons of Gilmore Girls. And she talks about the fashion choices and Hmm. what her life was like at that point, what she was doing, you know, personally. And then she talks about her favorite moments from that season, that's cool. And she does that. And then she talks about projects she worked on in between mm-hmm. and then about coming back to Gilmore Girls after so many years and filming the movie thing. And she talked about that. And she broke those down and talked about her favorite moments on that. And Did she talk happened. about the the giant scandal? the The final four words? Yeah. She talked about it in at length. She's like, but this is not a this is not an ending this is not an ending. This is a cliffhanger, right? This is a cliffhanger? Nobody else seems to be concerned. She kept saying that. <laughs> well, yeah, like, people have been freaking out about it, and yet they have not filmed anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, she said that she asked, she kept asking everyone, like, this is a cliffhanger, right? And nobody else was, like, as concerned as she was. She's like, this is not an ending. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never even seen more than maybe four episodes of Gilmore Girls. And even I was like, that's, cra- like, that was a crazy ending. I was like, so out of character. What's, ha- like, what does she do? Like, what is happening? Like, yeah. even I was like, that's crazy. Gilmore Girls was so popular when I was younger. Like, I loved it. I watched it all the time. So I've watched, except every the everything with the final season, I think. And I never went back and watched it. But I really want to now just start over. And yeah. watch it all from, from the beginning to the end. And then I never have watched the follow-up movie series. Oh, either. really? Because I just I don't know. You know, I want to leave it. Yeah. I kind of want to leave it the way it is. But see, I, I hate doing it. Yeah, I have an issue with stuff like that. Like, so Will and Grace, I thought the initial seasons were, they were ended. There was absolutely no way to come back and start mm-hmm. it again mm-hmm. like and so i'm real mad like i'm i watch them i enjoy them but i'm like this is this is separate like it's it's not the same will and grace as, as a new will yeah. and grace because it's idiotic to start over when you had ended it like bows were tied there was yeah. no way to come back from it so i was really annoyed with how they did that even yeah. though i do love will and grace i mean and i haven't seen the the Gilmore girls reunion mm-hmm. but I, I did love the series and so I'm kind of afraid to watch right. you know cuz if they were yeah. my my happy characters
1: <laughs> right
0: but the book was really 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 funny she's hysterical she talks about how you know she got into the Laura-like character and talking so fast and then she would yeah. go for other job auditions and they're after a- she too fast they're like well can you actually talk normally <laughs> Did she talk about doing Parenthood? She did. She talked about Parenthood. She talked about meeting her boyfriend, life partner that she has now on Parenthood. And, you know, being single for such a long time. And then the meeting and then them not doing anything and then the meeting again. And that was fun. Mm -hmm. And she's also currently she's writing the screenplay or helping to write the screenplay for the Royal Wee. Oh, neat. Yeah. I liked that book. Yeah, I haven't read it, but she said because she wrote her other books and, you know, she's like, it's not great literature, but it, it got me to this place, which led me to that place, which now I'm adapting the screenplay and it's just That's pretty cool. Super cool. Yeah. I didn't know they were making that into anything. They intriguing. are. And her daughter on Parenthood, May Whitman, mm-hmm. is helping her with it. I love May. Mm hmm. She's great. She is. All right. I'll have to check that out. I was wondering if I, since I'm not like a giant Gilmore Girls person, if I would enjoy it. I mean, I don't know if you would enjoy the parts where she goes back and talks about each season. Mm -hmm. Um, But the other stuff is pretty cool. Yeah. I know I read Amy Poehler's book before I ever watched Parks and Rec. But it's actually what kind of convinced me to watch Parks and Rec. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, she talked in her book about looking back on the episodes, and she said she remembered at the time wondering if Melissa McCarthy would ever be acknowledged, her talents acknowledged, and stuff. And she's like, "And yes, yes, she was." And that's what that was really funny. Yeah, was it her name, Suki? Suki. Suki. Yeah. Suki. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. that sounds lovely. And yes, I that did. was really cute. I have heard of her fiction and it's on my list to read. I've just not gotten around to it yet. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I was I didn't had no idea uh, that she had written that book. Yep. All right. My last one is a just celebrity tell all memoir that I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, this, this will not be everyone's cup of tea at all. I get it, but I loved it. So, this was Down the Rabbit Hole Curious Adventures and Cautionary Tales of a Former Playboy Bunny by Holly Madison. Oh, I loved it so it starts with holly she's auditioning to be a centerfold that's the word i'm looking for and they turned her down this was when at one point years ago playboy sent a tour bus around the nation to do uh photo shoots with women all over to choose the next centerfold so she did that when she was living in oregon and this was pre-boob job, all of that. Tried out and didn't get it. She was like, you know what, it's fine. I want to be an actress. Um, so she uh, took a couple years of college in Oregon, decided that she wanted to be serious about acting, and she moved down to Santa Monica in California, uh, worked at a Hooters after a boob job. And so from there, um, she started trying to audition for television, movies, all of that. Well, apparently in that area, if you're beautiful enough, you're going to catch the eye of someone that knows Hugh Hefner. And she ended up invited to one of the Playboy parties. From there, she met she met and kind of befriended one of Hugh Hefner's girlfriends. And she kind of talked Holly into uh, going out with all of the the girlfriends. So Hugh Hefner used to go to clubs every Wednesday and Friday. And so one of the girlfriends invited Holly to come out with them. Well, after all of that, Holly's roommate decided that she was going to move and Holly couldn't afford the apartment by herself. And she didn't want to go back to Oregon. She didn't want to give up on her dreams. And so the Hugh Hefner girlfriend was like, you know, you could just ask half if you could move in and be a girlfriend and kind of get back on your feet. And so that's what she did. That is the entire reason why she moved into the Playboy mansion and then she ended up stuck there for 7 years. Did she love him at all or So she goes into so much detail. She Cuz I used the- to watch that show, The Girls oh, Next Door. I-, I loved it. I, like, I loved The Girls Next Door, and after it ended and Holly went to Las Vegas, I went to her Las Vegas show, Peep Girl, Peep Girl, Peep Show. I saw it, loved it. It was fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) It was fantastic. And then I followed Holly on Twitter while I was in Las Vegas and figured out that she was going to be on a red carpet in Vegas. And so I went, met her, got a picture with her. That girl is teeny tiny. Teeny Mm -hmm. tiny. (laughs) Um. She was so sweet, super beautiful in person, like Barbie doll beautiful. Mm -hmm. But anyways, so Holly goes into detail talking about how initially she just moved in just to be able to have free room and board and food and kind of, and she still worked at Hooters when she moved in. She was still kind of auditioning. Well, uh, finally, so Hooters apparently, I don't know much about Hooters, but apparently Hooters does a... Uh, Miss Hawaiian Tropic and they choose uh, one girl from every state that a Hooters is in to represent the state and go uh, try... It's like Miss America for Hooters. So Mm -hmm. you can go and try to be Miss Hawaiian Tropic. And so Holly was asked to do that for the state of California and she Mm -hmm. was like, okay, I'm so excited. Like someone's actually... Paying attention to me. Someone mm-hmm. sees me. Like, she was so excited. Went to ask Hugh. And he was like, absolutely not. I don't want other people taking your time away from me. I don't even know why you're still working there. Like, wow. horrible. She said that he would literally throw tantrums. Like, fake tears. Stomp his foot. Just freak out. And so, he forced her to quit her job at Hooters. And she oh. had to... Yeah. Yeah. And that was when, and this is, that's why it's called um, Down the Rabbit Hole. Because she she literally felt like she was just being sucked into something and didn't know how to get out of it. So they weren't really allowed to have jobs. They weren't allowed to have a talent manager. So she, all she could do was rely on the money that he gave the girls every week for Clothing, and if you found out that you were trying to squirrel it away instead of spend it on your hair and makeup and uh clothing, you would get in trouble. So, wow. like, you couldn't even have like savings or anything, you had to rely entirely on him. Oh, my and goodness! So, like, and she compared it literally to Stockholm Syndrome. She was like, I got so used to just relying on him that I literally thought that I was in love with him. And so she talks about girls next door and all of that. And she said, I knew exactly what to say to the cameras because I knew exactly what Hef would want me to say. She was like, there are times now when I'll see it on TV or someone will ask me about it. And I'm just like, I don't even, I don't even recognize. I don't, I don't even Uh see how it was like that. And she's just like, there are certain episodes that she talked about in detail and I remember them because I loved that show. I watched it a lot, yeah. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, this moment, I said this. No. Like, she was like, I said this because he I knew exactly what Hef would want me to say. Mm-hmm. And if you had to portray him in this perfect light and he would and he he wanted to be portrayed in this way and all of that, but really he loved his girlfriends fighting over each other. He loved watching Mm -hmm. the cattiness and the drama, even though he would pretend like he didn't. And and it was just bananas. And so she talks about finally leaving and the final breakthrough that um, she is like finally kind of snaps out of it. Mm -hmm. And it's when Hugh Hefner screamed at her, Called her the C word, which to me is, like, my most hated word. And she finally is just like, why am I allowing this son of a bitch to do this to me? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I wasting my best decade on him? And mm-hmm. it's just like, it, it finally hit her. And so she went out to Vegas for a photo shoot because she was legitimately working for Playboy doing photo shoots and stuff. And she went out there and that's when she met Chris Angel and she kind of figured out like, Hey, I could actually live here. Like I could actually be independent and stuff like that. And so it follows her going on dancing with the stars and then getting chosen to be in peep show and how that was only supposed to be a three month run. And it ended up being four years. Wow. And yeah, and the show was awesome. It was nice. awesome. It was like Broadway level singers and production and all of it was great. But yeah, uh, it was it was great. I loved all of it. I loved all of the this like the the stuff that you don't see on the show and all of that. It was. Just... I always wondered, like, did they really love him? Did they really sleep with him? All of that stuff. She said, "Um, on club days, on Wednesday and Friday." Um, he would uh, pass out pills for everyone if you wanted it. You weren't forced, but he would pass out pills. And then she said, like, you would go into his room after the club night. Everyone would circle around him and pretend to be all sexy and stuff. But girls were actually, like, talking and, like, chatting and stuff. And he would put something dirty on TV. And she said it was over in a flash. <laughs> nothing to it. But that was that. But she said, by the time all of the women left and it was just Holly, Bridget, and Kendra, she said by that point the sex had just stopped, like it was huh. just nothing. And she was like, we were basically an old couple, like we would get into bed super early, huh. watch the news, go to go to sleep. Yeah, it was it was just so weird. But well, because I mean, he was so old, so old. But she talks about like leaving and then the noon. Girls Next Door coming in, Crystal and the Stupid Twins. Uh, she talks about meeting Crystal and how catty she was and stuff like that. It was just, it was crazy. Mm. It was so Sounds good. Very juicy. It was so juicy. I loved all of it. That's the book that I stayed up until three o'clock reading. Cause I was just like, I don't even care. I gotta, I gotta know. <laughs> I've got <laughs> to know. That's funny. So interesting. Yeah. It was awesome. I know it's not for everybody, but I loved it. It sounds like it. Yes. It made me want to go back and re-watch Girls Next Door with all of this new information that I had yeah. to, like, see through the cracks. Oh. Mine was the same for Gilmore Girls. It's like, I want to go. I want to go back and look. Yes. I want to see all the things. was so cool. Well, yay for books. Yay for books. Well, I had lots of fun reading stuff that was just, you know, what we wanted Whatever to you up. wanted. Mm-hmm. I was 50-50 on my choices, so hopefully next time I'll enjoy them a little bit more. I'm excited to get into Where the Crawdads Sing that my cousin sent me. Follow up on that. She read Daisy Jones, and she said it was the best book she's read in a very long time. Tell her, <laughs> tell her to read. Tell her to read Seven Husbands of And I said, I know. It's, it's so good. And so she's passed it along, and now it's the Sisterhood of the Traveling book. I love it. Tell her to read Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo next. I have to read it first. It's at this point, it's so like, I'm afraid of it, you know, because I don't know if I'm ready to be eviscerated by a book. (laughs) But it's been so long since you were eviscerated by a book. It has and that is mostly by design. (laughs) If I could, I mean, the world is scary enough as it is. I don't (laughs) need to be like torn to shreds by a book. Mm, I wish I wish every book. Would eviscerate me like mm-hmm. Evelyn Hugo did. I get that. God, I do need to read it. I really want to. I'm just scared. I know. I probably built it up way too much, and you're gonna just be like, "Is this it? Is this what <laughs> you want me to read?" But I no, swear it's it. so good. You don't hype books that are not worthy of the hype. So, True. I mean, your judgment True. is pretty, pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, my cousin, she was very excited. She texts me. She's like, I wasn't sure about it. I didn't know if I was gonna get into it. It was a little, you know, slow getting going, but I loved it. And I was like, And it's yeah, very that's exactly different. It's mm-hmm. very different. Like and so it's not for everybody, but right. it's I feel like you should at least give it a shot because it's yeah. so different. And she said the the interview style of it was a little off-putting at first, but then she kind of got into it, and it made yeah. you know, it made it a lot more easy to understand. It was like watching VH1. That's what I said. I said it's like a behind the behind the music episode. Yes, I loved it. God, I loved that book. Oh yeah, going back to Lauren Graham, she had pictures in her book, uh, which was really fun. I always love it when they throw pictures in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys, be we safe. Will. Yeah. We'll chat with you next time. All right. Bye.